How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Weekends were made for sports. Now do the robot voice. I want to hear it again. Meet more sharp robot. That's a terrible robot voice. A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. Everyone, meet freelance alien bounty hunter, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp? The football guy? Yeah, I hunt aliens now. Used to catch TDs, now I catch ETs. You ever caught an alien, Shannon? Not yet, Mr. Question, but I'll let you know when I do. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. Where are the turtles? Where are the turtles? Come on, guys, get out of here. Where are the turtles? And Rashad Taylor. Nobody calls me Lebowski. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. On 1080 The Fan. (laughs) Hour two of two here on Sports Sunday. Mike and Rashad and Joe with you. Yes, I have big calves, Rashad. Lynch gang's waiting (laughs) to go straight to his calves. All the mean Joe like goes to our gut. I don't think Joe gains weight. Not yet, at least. He yeah, is, Joe's metabolism point, seems to be very, very good. To where it, hasn't, you know, it hasn't kicked in for him yet. I'm going on the record that um, COVID-19 has added the COVID-15, I think. Oh, okay. Maybe not 15, well, just 15? but their uh, the spare tire has uh, shown up a little bit more. It's inflated a bit. Just 15? So, I mean, I'm still, you know, a slender man, but... Yeah, what are you, a 26 waist? <laughs> 26. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here at like 38. Yeah. I can't add, even imagine yeah, that. I'm like a 36 now. Yeah, add 10 to that. But um, I had a couple pair of shorts that I tried on to wear a couple weeks back, and uh, the button wasn't getting there. Yeah. Mm. No, like, I'll, so hmm. I'll, we were just kind of in here talking. And like, <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel as good, right? No. I, I've had to lose, like, the, the pandemic. You said you got the COVID-15. Try the COVID-35. Oh, so it was yeah, it was it was pretty bad, you know. So now I'm getting to a point where I'm losing a lot of weight. There are shirts that I had even before the pandemic. I was like, holy hell! Well, and I can fit this. Like I couldn't fit this at first. But, I mean, nothing's yeah. like really changed either. I mean, I I don't think I'm eating any worse. Maybe I'm eating a little bit more. Maybe it's the new job. I mean, I just I don't know. I don't know what's exactly changed, but maybe getting closer to that 30 mark, it's just, you know. Well, you know what I think some of it is? Some of it is age, yes. But also, 
generally speaking, we're doing less because of COVID, right? Like we're not going out to like meet friends, which would include walking and standing. And you know, that's like something small, but it's still stuff. Like you would be at work where you stand at your one job, right? At video only. And you sit here and then you go home and you sit. Yeah. And then like what, like, so, you know, you you might, you might work out, whatever, but your your extra stuff that you would do just from like going out and doing stuff because you could that was gone. You know, if you have like an Apple Watch or like a Samsung and something like that, and you're just sitting for a long time, it tells you, "Hey, gotta move, stand mm-hmm. up or something." Mine starts saying, "Man, get your lazy ass up and do something." Like it was cursing at me because I was literally just sitting there doing nothing. Like so many of us were were doing. Well, I mean, that's what happened happen. to me too. It's like I I still had work and I would still be running and I was working out, but every other moment was like sitting so of course you're going to gain weight <laughs> it's so like it's do, impossible not to let's do the fan get right for the summer challenge well well it's already the summer rashad but get right for the end of the summer <laughs> and <I've>, <laughs> <laughs> right in time for the get rain right to come for back. september yeah and I, I, like before uh covid and pandemic and all that i was playing pickup ball but now there's like no hardwood courts that are available to meet up with dudes and play four on four five on five so that's kind of tough um so I, I knew I recognized what was happening. I was like, Joe, that spare tire is showing up. So I've been looking at gyms. I have been going to a boxing gym every Thursday, and that's that's cool. That's a good workout. Um, but I need a little bit more. Well, my gym I know is uh now not requiring masks if you show your vax card. So I'm gonna start going right. back to the gym again, which is good. But um yeah, I've just started doing more like stuff around the house. Like I'm doing more push ups and planks and just trying to like do things to get strength back in parts of my body that I ignored. Because like during the pandemic, all I did was run. I wasn't going to the gym. I was, I was running. So my lower body's fantastic. My upper body was like, yeah, like all super did, weak. All I did was run to the store and run back to the couch. <laughs> and then I need, you know, I need then, more yeah. beer. Yeah, seriously, that's all. That's all I did. And that was that was the big that was the big issue. But beer, yes. Now finally getting to a point to where it's like, holy hell, there there's a. There's a little ab coming in there. I see you. It's hiding under there. Hi. Like, I, I don't know. Have you guys seen Action Bronson? Have you uh, seen him lately? I haven't seen him recently, no. He thinned up. My God. Like, he, you know, decided to, you know, get himself <laughs> He in had shape. the COVID negative 35. Cut, man, he cut his, you know, cut his beard down. And, you know, like, man, he looks like a, wow. Like, you wouldn't even really notice him if you look. He was in, like, Men's Fitness and stuff. Men's Health, I think, really? the magazine. He was like, man, this is crazy. Good for him. He was very heavy. I got to find it because, I mean, that's the nice thing about, I don't know, being rich and famous. You, you have like, a trainer, yeah, and a, nutritionist, and a, like and all these things. Yeah. Um, there was a uh, Rob McElhaney. Uh, he is he's on. It's always, always sunny. sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had. He's his, in. Yeah. He's like ripped right now. Oh, his, his character. So he has been completely fat, overweight. And then in the like. The season ends in the very next season. He is just like ripped and just, you know, eight pack. And everyone's like, oh, my God, like, how'd you do it? And he's like, well, it was easy. I woke up every day at 6 a.m. I ran for, you know, three miles a day. I worked out. I did this. I did this. I did this. And I had a studio pay for the whole thing over a six to seven month time frame. Anybody he's like, can do it, right? Yeah, he's exactly. Yeah. That's, he's <laughs> like, I don't see what the big deal is. Anybody can <laughs> yeah, do that. Right? That yeah. is the that is the thing that I I wish, I think that would be something that I would actually spend money on, if I had money to spend on it, would be like a personal chef, who can cook me tasty food that's healthier that's healthy. for me. Absolutely, because I like food that tastes good. 
which is why I eat mac and cheese and bread rat. and burgers. I, I like that in pizza. Uh, but if you can do food like that for me, that's not going to be like 2,000 calories, then yeah, I, so, I could do that. So would you take the, the cook or the trainer? I would take the cook. Joe? Because I could... I can find my own training session. I can motivate myself to work out. That's fine. I don't have issues with that. But get, getting motivated to eat healthy, I can't do that. Joe? Yeah, I'm <clears throat> I'm right there with Mike. I think that because they say that you can do all the working out and have your scheduled workout. These days are arms. These days are back. And, you know, do all this. But if you're then going home and later at the night, I'm going to have a beer. And, oh, you know what? I'm going to actually have some ice cream. And, like, the diet is just as important yep. as the workout. So I was uh, watching, um, and I think, I don't know, I'd probably take the trainer. Like, it's been a long time since I've been in really good shape. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty good about not eating terrible. I just eat a lot of, I used to just eat a lot of whatever at that time. So not bad stuff, but just too many pieces of baked chicken, quite possibly. You know, it was one of those things. But I was, uh, you guys have seen Baywatch, I assume, like the the movie with Shannon Tatum or Shannon Tatum. the new the new one. With, yeah. not, have the you seen guy? the new Baywatch? I assume. I have seen you've seen it. Um, I've seen the new one. Yeah. Yeah. With, no, that's with, yeah. That, you know where no. I saw it on an airplane. <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> not, funny. Not a lot of options on the. Was, but what's High School Musical's name? Uh, Zac Efron. Yeah. Uh, he you know got in crazy shape for that movie. Well, and he's, he's always been in crazy shape. No, nah, but he said he had to get like in you know, really, really good shape for that movie. And he's like, I'll never do that ever again. Like, <laughs> to be like to be in that good of shape means that you have to sacrifice what you can eat and how many how many glasses of water and all type of things that you can have. He's like, yeah, no, I'm cool. So I got that list from Matt, Rob McElhaney because I knew it was on, like, an Instagram post. And this is what he had to do for his, like, basically go from a fat slob to just jacked. Um, lift weights six days a week. Stop drinking alcohol. Don't eat. Nope. Don't eat anything after seven p.m. Nope. Don't eat any carbs or sugar at all. In nope. fact, just don't eat anything you like. Get the personal trainer from Magic Mike. Sleep nine hours a night. Run three miles a day and have a studio pay for the whole thing over a six to seven month period. There's like basically that whole list would just about be impossible for a regular Does that person. Sound to like do. fun? Don't eat after seven. I don't even get home. Exactly. <laughs> work until after seven. Can you imagine, hey Joe, man. We want you to be the new Avenger, man, but we need you to get in this kind of shape. Like, uh... Again, you paying for it? You'd cover me? I mean, as long as, you know, I got the funds to cover me for those six, seven uh, months, then I, I can never be in, it. I can never be in that kind of shape. I'd never wear a shirt again. Ever. Why? If you were in that shape? Yeah. Yeah, I never, would be ever. right there with you. Just W. Ja Rule from 2001. Just jackets and jeans. That's all I would wear <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Sir, you know we require a shirt here, do you? No, we're good. I'm gonna spray paint one on. I just I like food too much, man. I, I've done diets, I've done super healthy eating, and I'm just miserable because I get so much joy out of good food. Food is delicious. You yeah. know what's actually kind of funny is I feel like, yeah, like they always say, you'll feel better than that food tastes if you if you get healthy. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would. Yeah, I might be a little bit more confident in my body, but you know what? That food is delicious. I don't want to be in such a good shape to where I have to deny myself all the things that I yeah. that i love you know that everything's fine in moderation screw moderation yeah i like big portions but even then they're saying man you can't even do that at all moderation what is that yeah and moderation means none like no i'm not with that yeah no no just saying you know what i'm just gonna i'm gonna try and be content with being me you know love yourself i'm that's gonna love i'm gonna love myself more that's where it starts man. i'm gonna try at least it's hard yeah, it's hard all right well how was that NBA playoff segment for you guys? Right. That's next. This is Sports Sunday on the fan. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Well, because we talked about health and or not health last segment, we don't have time to kind of dive into the NBA playoffs the way that I was planning on this hour. So Sorry about that. It's all good. Hey, interesting conversation nonetheless. So what I'm going to ask, and each of you guys can, can come to the table with one for this, but instead of just like talking about the series and what's going on, which team so far has impressed you the most out of the what is it eight teams left in the playoffs at this Mm -hmm. point and I'll start with the Suns for me have been the team that has impressed me the most now I do know that they are playing the weakest team left in the playoffs at this point in the Nuggets we all know the Nuggets without Jamal Murray are not a contender for the West Uh, the Blazers should have beaten them they didn't the Suns are proving uh, that point to us in this series they're up 3-0 in the series over Denver and uh, Phoenix is a three point favorite in the game today on the road. Uh, People think they're going to finish the sweep today. Phoenix has been such a joy to watch. And for me, when I, a lot of the teams that impress me, it's like, it's all visual. It's like, are you playing good basketball in a way that's fun to watch? And that was something that the Blazers didn't do at the end of the year that much, right? You had a lot of isolation. You had a lot of, a lot of pick and rolls and that was it obviously really really shoddy defense so it wasn't always pretty to watch there were a couple of games in that denver series where they played beautiful basketball and it was like wow this is a lot of fun the suns are playing that basketball every single game it helps that you have a hall of fame point guard who can pass to anybody in any direction at any angle at any time and chris paul he's overrated (laughs) (laughs) well he's overrated in the playoffs in his career but uh, hey Wins today, Western Conference Finals for CP3. 
Um, you've got Devin Booker showing out. He's fun to watch. He's kind of got that uh, douchey mentality, which I think a lot of fans will hate if he's not on your team. But imagine being a Suns fan and Devin Booker is your star. That's a pretty good guy to root for. You've got a young big in DeAndre Ayton who in his second year is making huge leaps forward. He's 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 played great defense on two of the best bigs in the league in Anthony Davis and Nikola Jokic. And he can score, by the way. He's like a 20 and 10 machine at this point. And you just got you've got good players all over the board. They play good defense. They play sound offense. They're fun to watch. They have they have fun on the court. They play with high energy. It's hard for me to pick anybody over the Jazz because I like watching the Jazz play a lot too. But the Suns are just really, really pleasing to watch right now, and I've been enjoying it so much. So out of all the teams right now going, I've been most impressed by Phoenix. Remember how six months ago or three months ago, whenever we were saying, Phoenix can't sustain this. They're not, you know, they're good, but they're not like first or second in the West good. Remember that? I said the same thing about Utah. Utah is the team that I'm most impressed with. Because to win a championship, seemingly you need two superstars, at least, right? That's been the narrative that's been created over the past, you know, 10, shoot, not even forever. You've always needed more than one superstar. There's been rare uh, occurrences where that has not been the case. There's only a couple guys. And usually when it happens uh, and a team with one superstar and no superstars win, it's a team of of a collection of good players. You're looking at that Detroit team from – what 2003 or four and then you're looking at that uh those detroit teams from 89 and 90 you know like the the dirk team from 2011 every ever so often there is a team or a player that'll sneak in there and just get a championship like that this denver team or excuse me this utah team is is built for the long run man you've got a superstar in donovan mitchell who is the who's d wade reincarnated you know probably a better shooter than d wade was for sure uh, but just uh, just as athletic, able to get to the rim whenever he wants to. There's no stopping. Now Donovan partial Mitchell. owner of the Jazz. Now partial, and now all of a sudden you have D Wade kind of giving you some tricks of the trade. Like, Did hey, you man. see that little clip? Absolutely. I thought it was. I thought it was amazing. That was my favorite part of watching that game. Is watching D Wade kind of. You know, he kind of coached up Mitchell absolutely from Kirk. the sideline. I, th- I thought that was. I thought that was amazing. He was there with Gabrielle Union. That's that's, that's her name, right? Yeah. yeah. And. Um, he like he called Mitchell over to the sideline and he was like, "Hey, like, I don't know what he was helping him with, but he was like pointing out like if they do this, you should do this." And, and, and he did, and he did he did he listened. You yeah. know, he played well. I I honestly think that uh, this Utah team has everything you need to be really successful because Donovan Mitchell and they showed they can win without Donovan Mitchell. He was hurt for a few weeks with uh, with I want to say it was an ankle. Was it an ankle injury? That oh, was it was hurt? like a month and a half. Yeah, he was hurt for for a while, and the team had to really figure it out. And what do you know? They sustained they stayed that, the one seed. that that uh, that one seed for the the rest of the season. He didn't play until the second game of the playoffs, was it? And he came out and it was immediately great. If you're Donovan, I think it was the, the second game because he yeah. held out of the first one and they lost and, the first one. They lost, and he came in that second game and was just lights out and hasn't been anything other been amazing since he's been he's a great playoff performer too you, but it's it's the other guys that i think don't get enough uh credit uh bogdanovich has been really good for that team man my one of my favorite players in the league joe Ingles. i love joe Ingles. i wish he was on our team you love like, slow white boy joe man you know what because slow white boy joe gets it done like i mean he makes no excuses for the fact that he's not fast that he can't that he can't jump that and he still is able to get it done every week not sure how but he does it. I love players like that, man, guys that work incredibly hard to kind of do their job and make sure that everybody else on their team can be successful. Jordan Clarkson has been 
the best six man in in the NBA the entire season. He's six man of the year. He right? was he won yeah. The, yeah, six man of the year. Uh, Joe I'm, Ingles was also a finalist, and he handed him the trophy. <laughs> man, that's that's awesome. You know, he he should have handed him that trophy because he really deserved it. Joe Ingles deserved it this year. So you got two guys that really enjoy coming off the bench and being a big part of their team like that. It's hard to find selfless players like that. You know, it really is hard to find a selfless team like that. I'm not saying that Utah can win, will win the championship, but in the West right now, the only other team I could see really, really competing with them is uh, that Phoenix squad. And I don't know, their 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 defense is so great that I don't know if Phoenix can even uh, compete with them like that. So I'm if there's any team that's really, really impressed me, man, I've been really impressed with Utah and how well they've been coached up until this point too. Joe, do you have one that we haven't mentioned yet, or is it just one of the two? Uh, to be honest, Mike, I haven't been paying attention a whole lot. I was reading on everybody hating Taylor Twellman during the oh okay uh, Euro. We broadcast, said the Suns so. and the Jazz are the two teams that have impressed us most so far. Uh, yeah, in, I, in this round. I mean, I would say the Suns. Um, you know, take it with a grain of salt, though. They're playing the Nuggets without a couple of their best players. Granted, Will Barton is back, but he's been on like a minutes restriction. But the Suns, it just seems like whatever the Nuggets have been throwing at them, it's just like, okay, well, here's another three, and okay, here's a mid range Chris Paul shot, and okay, can't stop that. Here's Jay Crowder's defense. It's just Suns have been uber impressive to me. Jazz looked really good in those first couple games, especially without Mike Conley, but the shine kind of came off last night, getting blown out by the Clippers. So um, I, I would say it's the Suns right now. Uh, they Just amazing performances in the first few games and running the Nuggets out of the water in all these games. And let's not forget the uh, Nets without James Harden are very, 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 Absolutely. very, very good. God, how ugly was that game three? The oh, that was that. terrible. That was like 90s basketball all over again. <laughs> First of, to 90 points. And none of us expect to see that happen again. No. Like, I mean, I'm from, that's, from the, the, other that's the only way the Bucks will beat the Nets, by the way, is by mucking it up the way they did. Well, and again, like how, I mean, if you think about it, then the Bucks are so lucky. They've really played three bad games in a row and they were just lucky enough that the Nets played just as bad as them in that game. Three. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you have any sort of um, the Nets are a two point favorite today? I'd say take that all day long, like only two points after what the Bucks have put up in these first three games. Yeah. Take, take the two. That is actually a pretty decent bet. I did not know that. Yeah. All right. We got Henry Levin coming up next. We'll probably get to more NBA playoffs and Blazers in there and whatever else Joe has cooked up for the day. But first, Joe has sports. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as well as the spacious palisade enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with america's best warranty and three years or thirty-six thousand miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to fifteen hundred bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 10.33 here on your Sunday morning. Joe's got hate or love it. Ready to go right here. What do you got for us, Joe? Hate or love it. North Macedonia is going to win this game. Oh, I turned it off. <laughs> is it still 1-1? <laughs> yeah. I uh, just uh, <laughs> I, I turned it on and saw MKD, and I'm like, what country is that? Yeah, it's uh, if you look at the guide. Yeah, even the guide gives it you says just a Aust- bunch of letters. Austria versus F-Y-R-O-M, Fyrom. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it's North Macedonia. I did read this is their first ever major tournament that they've qualified for, and their goal was really funny. So uh, good good for them. Yeah, like bounced off the face of an Austrian player. and Well, the goalie had it and it like dribbled out from under his body and then yeah, ricocheted somewhere and then the guy just cleaned it up. Yeah. yeah this is this is the Euros. For those who don't know, uh, the Euros have started. They started on Friday. This is basically like the mini World Cup. In some ways it might be better than the World Cup because uh, a lot of the teams in Europe have really 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 good players. So you're not going to have too many bad matchups in this at all. And, uh, yeah, it's been pretty fun so far, minus the terrifying Christian Erickson thing from yesterday. Yeah, hate her to love it. You should speculate on a heart injury 15 minutes oh after it happened. God. During a broadcast. Apparently ESPN, <laughs> I didn't watch the game, but I, I was reading about it afterwards. Apparently ESPN stayed on the game while Christian Erickson, he plays for Denmark. Yes. Um, he collapsed on the field yeah. and was and was having seizures and convulsions. And they stayed on the game and zoomed in on his face and, like, we're talking about it. Gotta yeah. get that Pulitzer. Uh, just to uh, just save ESPN a little bit here, apparently the feed for the games, it, it's not ESPN cameras. It's coming from UEFA or whoever. Yeah, is, whoever's running it. Yeah, so they don't really have, like, control over what angles and shots they're getting. So, really, it, it just goes on the entire UEFA broadcast. Well, whoever made that decision yeah. is a jerk. Switch to camera three, try and get real close in on his face as he's possibly dying on that? the pitch. You got that? You got that? Okay. Well, yeah. apparently, okay, so he's okay. He's in stable condition. I should say, I don't know if he's okay. He's in stable condition at the hospital. I saw a tweet today from somebody, uh, an international reporter that said, he actually had cardiac arrest on the field. Yeah. He was dead. And they resuscitated him, which is insane and terrifying. And I'm actually very thankful I was not watching the game. And by the way, since Joe asked that question, Austria is up two to one. Yep. So uh, North Macedonia is not not winning. Damn it. Hate it. Come on. Do it for the Balkans. Anyways, uh, moving on to NBA basketball, specifically Blazers. As we mentioned earlier in the show, Neil O'Shea had his press conference, and there was one uh, moment in it where he said that the next coach basically has to show defensive improvement with the roster as 
already constructed. I'm paraphrasing here, but that's essentially what it was saying is that you need to make this team better defensively without a lot of roster turnover and change. So with that being said, let's keep it focused on two of the main players on this roster. Hate it or love it, after the Neil O'Shea press conference, you should expect CJ and Nurkic to be back on the team next year. Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and say as much as I hate to say this, I'm going to say love it. And it's because I don't trust that Neil O'Shea is going to trade either of them. Uh, I think I think it's okay to bring Nurk back. He's got, I think he's on his last year of his deal. It was a non-guaranteed contract, which is why he was saying some of that cryptic stuff in his end of end of season post game uh and the end of the series post game interview he was talking about i don't know if i'm going to be back i think that's because his, his contract was non-guaranteed i think the blazers are going to pick that up he's going to be back um and we all know how much olshay loves cj now one thing olshay did mention in the press conference that gave me a little bit of hope for potential changes was he said we will still look at all avenues possible for trades that do come out, right? I mean, like teams trying to make trades, stuff like that. We'll look at that. Maybe, 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 hopefully, dear God, please, he realizes that he can get something for CJ that can stop having this two guard, six foot three guard lineup that doesn't work in the playoffs. You're not going to get what you used to be able to get for CJ. You're not getting Paul George. You're not getting Kawhi Leonard, but you can get players who fit a system that you want to run better than CJ and Dame at the top. So I'm still going to say, uh, love, we're not going to see either of them traded because it's Neil O'Shea, but he did give me a little bit of hope for that. Um, yeah, I love that. I also love that nobody's going to get traded. Um, I, the one thing we know about uh, Neil O'Shea is that he nobody believes in Neil O'Shea more than Neil O'Shea. And that means that he believes in all of the draft picks that he's picked with the exception of Myers Leonard. Outside of that, he doesn't see anything wrong with the fact that Zach Collins hasn't played in like two years. And so he's going to probably bring Collins back, you know, because he said he's bringing people back. He's no, never, never mind the Nurkic couldn't stay on the floor in three of your, of your six playoff games, you know, towards the end of it. Uh, you'll bring him back as well. More than likely, he's going to, again, CJ is one of those things that he feels like he did right. The fact that you drafted a guy that scores over 20 uh, a night in the NBA is a big accomplishment for him. So he feels like that's somebody that he has to hang on to. Uh, he feels like because he drafted Damian Lillard, that's really the reason he still has a job, is the fact that he did draft what could very well be the greatest blazer of all time and Damian Lillard. So uh, I think he really believes enough in this roster and this roster that he created make no mistake about it he created uh to go to the next level and now i just think he needs to find the coach that he wants to to build this whole thing out but no i think everybody's going to be back much to the chagrin of a lot of blazer fans including myself um un unfortunately you have a bunch of bargaining you, you don't really have many bargaining chips right now including cj mccollum to even make like a great trade all right moving on Clippers looked pretty impressive last night, basically leading essentially the whole game over the Jazz. They win by, what was it, 132-106. Damn. Yeah. Blew them out. Clippers get the win. And this is uh, kind of having those Dallas Clippers vibes again. You know, the first two games happened. The Jazz looked really good. The Mavericks looked really good. And everyone starts saying this is up. This is not looking good for the Clippers. This could be it for them. And then they go out and have a performance like they did. Coupled with the fact that Donovan Mitchell, ever since the end of game two, he, I don't think he's 100%. 
granted, you could have said he's not 100% since he came back from the injury, but he hobbled last night. Mike Conley's not playing. Who knows if he's going to be available for game four. With all those factors, hate it or love it, Clippers should be the favorites now. Granted, they are not. I checked on a couple sports books. They're like a plus 190 or something like that as to win the series. But like I said, with all those factors, hate it or love it, they should be the favorites. I hate it. Um, the one thing that the Utah Jazz have shown us for most of the season that they are the best team in the Western Conference. And they've they've consistently proven that. I mean, there was a, they, they had a great win in game one. They have a great win in game two. Usually when you get blown out, a lot of different things went wrong for you. You know, your shots weren't falling. Teammate shots weren't falling. Couldn't get some of the same stops that you're typically used to getting. Uh, a lot of things go into a blowout as opposed to just losing by two or three. I don't expect for uh, Nicholas Batum to come out and have 17 points a game. Here's a dude that's averaged, I want to say, right around four and a half points a game, you know, something like that. I think that's the metric I saw, four and a half points a game uh, for the playoffs, or excuse me, in this series against Utah. Then he has this big burst for 17 and played 35 minutes and went six for nine from the field. It was almost like 2008 again, 2009, and you're seeing Nick Batum do that stuff. So I don't expect for that to happen um, again. I, I think Utah defensively continues to show why they're a great defensive unit, especially behind uh, Rudy Gobert. Uh, I've, we've talked a lot about what they can do off the bench. I think they just have more. And if, K and if uh, PG and Kawhi aren't going to play great, that I don't expect for Patrick Beverly and for Nick Batum to be able to pick up the slack and take them to the next level. I just think Utah Jazz, the Utah Jazz have a more talented team than they have at this point. They had a more talented team than Dallas had, and Dallas had arguably one of the best players in the in the league, you know, on their team. So, uh, no, I think that this is still Utah's series to win. I still think Utah is going to win in five. I don't trust the Clippers in the playoffs. Five, shot, huh? Uh, five, yeah. Wow. I don't trust the Clippers <laughs> in the playoffs. So hate. I hate. Look, the Donovan Mitchell said he's okay. Donovan Mitchell says he's healthy. The team says he's healthy. It was a it was a tweak and it's fine. Um, the Jazz are good. I think there's this there's this thought, or maybe everybody is really really wanting the Jazz to fall off so they can be like, see, I told you, Utah was never the one seed. See, I told you they were never good enough. What have, we watching, what have we been watching all year? The Jazz are really, really good. They play amazing defense. They have a good head coach who knows how to make adjustments in the playoffs. And we talked about this uh, last segment. We talked about a little bit earlier, too. The way the team is built makes sense. It makes sense. So the Jazz are good. What's funny is that the Clippers have two stars in Kawhi Leonard and in Paul George, and the rest of their roster is frankly trash. We play for the Clippers. Like, Reggie Jackson can have a good game every now and then. And Nick Batum hit some shots in their win yesterday. But let me let me say that again. Reggie Jackson and Nick Batum are starting for the Clippers. So is Marcus Morris. The team is not built well. It's built to have those two stars dominate. When they play out of their minds, which they did in last game, they win. Right? That's what happened against the Mavericks. Kawhi played out of his mind for a couple of games, and they came back, and they won the series. This is still the Jazz's series to lose. So, listen, Utah is still the favorite. I had six points off the bench for the Clippers the other night. So I saw you. Those yeah. are some good buckets. So Tough I just buckets. let you know that they, their team isn't very good right now. Just saying. All right. Now moving on to another top team in the West, the Phoenix Suns. Man, they've been looking good against the Nuggets. 3-0, looking to close them out today. Hate it or love it. 
The Suns are the most likable team left in the playoffs. Mm. Most likable team left in the playoffs. Jazz, I guess I'll Hawks, yeah, I'm thinking, 76ers. I guess I'll probably say love, and it's a personal thing for me, but I, I have so much fun watching them play. Uh, I think they're more likable than the Jazz are. I definitely think they're more likable than the Clippers are. I think they're more likable than the Nuggets are. And all the Eastern teams, I'm kind of indifferent about. Like I, I, I guess the Hawks have been fun, but who's more likable, the Hawks or the Suns? It's probably the Suns to me. So I'll say love. Uh, I love the way Devin Booker plays. I used to think Chris Paul was annoying, but for some reason this year, this iteration of Chris Paul, I'm enjoying watching a lot more. I think there's a bit of it that's like Chris Paul knows he's not needed to be a scorer uh, in a way that he maybe used to be back on like the old Clippers teams where it was him and Blake Griffin. It's like I, I feel like he's doing a lot more of what the team needs. He's always done that well, but I feel, I feel like he's focusing even more on it. And I just, I'm enjoying watching him play more this year. Maybe as I'm getting older, I'm getting less hateful and uh, who I dislike on the court too. I don't know. But uh, I, I find them really, really fun. Uh, I think DeAndre Ayton is a guy who I'm going to start to fall in love with over the next few years. I thought he was going to be a bust after he got taken two years ago. He did nothing last year. And this year he's turned into a monster. This is his second year. Dude's like 21. Holy cow. He's going to be really yeah, good if he, keeps, if he keeps increasing his ability like this, keeps improving. So... Uh, yeah, it's the Suns. Love. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hate and I'm gonna say it's the Utah Jazz. Uh, I think Utah kind of represents an NBA that everybody says is dead. You know, everybody says uh, that you can't win without you know uh, two superstars. A lot of people say uh, that you can't win shooting three pointers. A lot of people say that you can't win um, if if you don't have like. Uh, a, a, a deep bench and like man Utah has everything that I think basketball purists really really like and on top of that man they have a superstar in Donovan Mitchell that's just easy to latch onto like I've never heard I've heard lots of people you said earlier people think Devin Booker is kind of a kind of a douche a little bit there's something about Devin Booker the way, the way he carries himself for a lot of people that kind of makes him dislikable man Chris Paul we don't have to that Chris Paul is a cuss word here in Portland so if you even say his name you're going to get a ton of people that come out and tell you how overrated he is and how much of a leader he He's not all those other little things like that. Um, uh, DeAndre Ayton still, I think, has a lot to prove to people. And the fact that he, you know, went to Arizona, it still kind of rubs people, you know, wrong for whatever because they're corny. But I'm looking at this Utah team saying, man, this is just old school basketball with a new school feel because you have a guy like Donovan Mitchell who can play above the rim who can shoot, who can play defense, who can do everything that you want your superstar to do. So uh, I honestly think it's the Utah Jazz right now. And then there's still kind of a little engine that could factor with the Utah Jazz. Like of all the teams playing, like the Utah's probably the one that you're looking at saying they're probably not supposed to be as good as they are. And then you get on the floor and like, oh, okay, yeah, they're they're exactly as good as we believe they were. So I still think it's Utah. Uh, my second would have been Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks just because who doesn't love Trey Young right now? All right, we're up against the clock, so I'm going to call it there. Also, and... Trey Young has a bit of that douche mentality as well, though. For sure. I love it. The fact that he bowed in Madison Square Garden uh, after he made the game-winning shot to end the series, classic. I love is, it. Is he setting himself up to be a villain? I think uh, I'd I... say for some people, yes. But for me, this playoff run, I tend to like some of the answers and things he's gone about approaching some of these games and series. And I'm like, good answer. I like that. I okay. mean, I, I like the intensity, but... It's been a little while since we've had like a true NBA villain. It, it feels like he's almost trying to slide into that role a little bit. I think the Knicks made that. I think they helped. I think the Knicks definitely helped and the fan base definitely helped playing in Madison Square Garden. Everybody, the fact that everybody picked the Knicks over 
over uh, the Hawks. Nobody thought the Hawks should even compete with the Knicks because they're the Knicks are back, and then they and he embarrassed them. Like that was the part that was like, yeah, that's gonna make you a heel anywhere, especially in New York. If that had been the Lakers and it was in the Western Conference and he did that to the Los Angeles Lakers, like, yeah, it'd have been a problem. Am I missing? Is there any other villain right now outside of, like, LeBron? I mean, basically the entire Clippers team outside of Kawhi. I mean, nobody really likes them. Mule By the way, Mikey Mule won. Oh, better. <laughs> better, Just want to get that out of the way. But, um, yeah, I mean, not really. I mean, like, nobody really liked Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I think that's over. Last year, you know. but, yeah. He had a funny answer last uh, after game two also on SVP. He's like, does basically everybody on the team just get the green light to shoot? He's like, yeah, everybody but me. <laughs> yeah, don't touch the ball. Don't touch anything. Well, Rudy Gobert has, like, no offensive skills at all. He's a defender and a dunker. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, he can still put 11-12 on the board every night and all of that. So that's all you really, you really need to do when you can get three or four blocks every yep. game. Yep. All right. Well, let's wrap this show up next. This is Sports Sunday on The Fan. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. This just came across my Twitter timeline, and I wanted to share it with you. We only had like two minutes left, so I wanted to throw this out there before we go. Plenty of time. This is a body wash. It's just called Thick, not with two C's. Thick spelled correctly. And it's high viscosity body wash. And the two smells for sale are productivity and naval diplomacy. Hmm. Those sound manly. Uh, Naval diplomacy? What is naval diplomacy? Maybe it has like an ocean scent to it. I'm thinking that sounds, yeah. There you go. I'm trying to look. It's kind of blurry. And then what was it the other smells one? like fresh water, musk. Mm-hmm. Like and a Navy man should smell, right? Yep. Yeah. You don't want to smell and like a marine. bergamot, whatever that is. That's what naval diplomacy smells like. Bergamot? Yes. What is bergamot? I don't know. I'm just I'm reading reading it off. Productivity smells like peppermint, pine, and eucalyptus. I like bergamot. It. Is, that sounds uh, good. Kind of like a citrus fruit fragrance. I like the I just I'm confused one. by high viscosity body wash. Isn't body wash already thick? Do yeah. you do you really need to like be taking out like Vaseline for your body wash? Like what is that? What was the other It's flavor? the same thing like thick water. Like why are you drinking thick I, some people need it. But like people like try to drink this thick water. It's like sludge. What are you doing? Oh, like the aloe vera water? Yeah, well it's actually just called thick water. It's a it's a type of water you can have. Ugh. Yeah. It's it looks disgusting. It's, oh, it's some, arrowhead. Some people need so it's it. Arrowhead. It's what? It's Arrowhead then. Gross. 
Thick water? Ew. You're talking about like a branded bottle water? Is that what it is? No, it's literally thick water. Oh, I thought you were talking about If you about Google thick water, you'll see it. It looks like like honey pouring out of the bottle. Um, it, some people need it for medical issues. I was like going to say, why do people need it? But uh, other people just drink it. I don't know why. The other smell was productivity, Joe. Peppermint, pine, and eucalyptus. I like that one. Does productivity have like a smell profile? Well, neither does naval diplomacy. I think it smells like eucalyptus and peppermint. <laughs> well, like I said, with like the naval diplomacy, you could at least say that it's you know like, like ocean and water, boats. ocean sense. Well, why diplomacy? Then like say it smells like the ocean. I don't know. This is weird. It's just weird. I laughed. I laughed at it. I'm sorry you're not laughing with it. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> you want high this? viscosity body wash that smells like the navy yeah i think i think we should get it and see how they feel and how how we feel after we after we use them i don't want to use high viscosity i don't want this like thick goop just falling off i'll of me. just do it lynch You'll Hot. Be all right. take another shower and get it off some people might like that i don't like that i tried productivity and i've never been lazier <laughs> <laughs> eucalyptus is supposed to be stress reducer if you smell it i believe like if you get like eucalyptus hand soap, it's supposed to be stress yeah, relief. Maybe the diplomacy is supposed to make you like more professional, more diplomatic. Yeah, more into the navy. Yeah, you know, a better representative of your country, perhaps. Perhaps. Just say. perchance. All right, that's gonna do it for us today. We'll be back next week, nine to eleven, Sunday morning, as per usual. More NBA playoffs, maybe some more Blazer news. We'll see, and uh, whatever else happens around the sports world, we'll bring it to you in the way that only we can. Once a week for two hours on Sunday morning. <laughs> we'll be back then. Have a very good rest of your Sunday. Stay dry, and we'll see you then. Are you? How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.